welcome to the Here and There podcast. Hi, Katarina. Hi, Agnieszka. Um, it's been three weeks since uh, the release of our last episode, and I was wondering if anything new, maybe slightly significant, happened in your life? Well, a lot of things have been happening because it's summertime, a busy time for every household. Anything changed in how you title yourself right now? Because something tells me that you're now a mom. A mom? Um, well, uh, you may hear a little bit of crying in the background as we are recording the podcast, so apologies for that. Um, or listen out, I don't know. Yeah, so Karina gave birth, it was a heroic birth, uh, to a beautiful baby boy. What's the boy's name? That's a controversial topic. <laughs> the name is Jonah, as in J-O-N-A-H. <laughs> I have to say that as some people call my baby Hugo. Gina, hello Gina, or Yoni, hello Adrian, <laughs> or Yonashek, hello Natty, or Joe, hello my neighbors. Was that always going to be his name or did you have other contenders? Oh, well, we had a few contenders. One of them was August, but the royal family stole that name a few months ago. I think one of the royal members has given that name to um, to their boy. So that was gone. Um, so yeah, we were left with Jonah because my partner thinks that um, the story in, in the Bible about Jonah and the whale, he thinks it's a very cool story that if someone was uh, swallowed by a whale for three days and yet managed to survive, that it's the coolest thing ever. And you also consider the Polish version of that name uh, right I think until the very last moment so what, what's how does it sound in Polish yeah it's Jonas in Polish why did you go for Jonah in the end other than that was my preference too <laughs> well so Jonas in Polish has a very Polish or Slavic sound in it which is sh uh, which English doesn't have and my surname has the same sound and people um don't know how to say it here so they often uh, mix it up with z so instead of she we get z so it wouldn't be Jonas. it most likely would be Jonas. i get my name misspelled on letters very often so I, we just wanted to avoid that very noble of you to save him from that i think he will appreciate that when time comes <laughs> well i don't know because some people now say hugo instead of jonah so th people get things wrong let me tell you this gina that's you and how about his middle name he has uh, an interesting middle name as well oh yeah Uh, his middle name is a Polish version of Nicholas, which is Mikołaj. Yeah, so it's it's it, altogether it's a very complicated and uh, some may say pretentious name for a baby. <laughs> That's the way to go. For Polish kids, Mikołaj actually um, is the cinema synonym of Santa. So for us, it's always Saint Nicholas, which is known as Santa. You would say in Polish, that's Mikołaj. So <laughs> I would I would translate his name into. <laughs> into Jonah Santa rather than <laughs> Jonah Mikoa. That's my translation of his name. Yeah, I just have this image of Santa being swallowed by a whale and then appearing on the beach a few days later. There you go. That's your chance to publish that best-selling uh, children's book. Right, yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we, should still, we should make a start on that right away. Exactly. Well, as you know, we love talking about names and we'll also be talking about um, our guest's name today. Um, so stay tuned for our really interesting conversation with Yannick. Stay tuned. You won't be disappointed.
Today we are talking to Yannick, who left his beloved Wallachia in Czechia for New York City, or rather for the love he found there. It's a big deal, though Yannick tries to downplay it, and the conversation may often seem like we're putting a knife to his throat. Which, by the way, actually did happen to him many times in Poland, as he says. He also gives some hitchhiking and dating advice, but get ready for a real treat when Yannick breaks into a traditional song about love and death. Enjoy! Hi, Janku. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us in the conversation to come. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Hi, Yano. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, ladies? Good, good to hear that. I'm good. Well, if you don't mind, because we have a lot of questions for you, uh, we just want to jump right in. And maybe you could start by telling us the story of your name. Yane. It comes from Hebrew and uh, it means uh, God is gracious and it's absolutely true and it absolutely reflects on me and my life. Uh, Yane at the same time in uh, Czech language is uh, A, diminutive, B, very Valachian and C, it's uh, the Czech language. It's very, it's a Slavic, I'm from Czech Republic, Valachian part from the east, on the east. And uh, there's always the fight between the Bohemians and uh, Moravia. I'm from Valachia, this part of Moravia. So my name, Jan, in uh, Moravia, it's Jan. In uh, Bohemia, they can say uh, Honza. There are many stories about and fairy tales about Hlopi Honza, which means stupid. And then how this stupid John always like gets at the end, whatever he was expecting or not. Yannick on the other side, uh, you can say and Honza and Yannick is the only name, first name, that you can use as a, as a proverb, as a saying. He's a, a stupid John. Or you can say he's Yannick, which means he's full of energy, fresh and crazy, like a, like a young goat. Explain me this. How is it possible? The same name, completely different pronunciations and different meanings. And at the same time, the only name that's used for Proverbs. And you said it's a Valachian name. Can you tell us a little bit more about Valachia? What is it? Where is it? The only people who can really understand are people, let's say, from uh, from Scotland, from uh, maybe Wales, from uh, Eastern North Slovakia, from Uzbekistan. It's a small nation. We are a tribe. Originally, we are a tribe that was invited by Czech king to uh, settle the wild forest on our mountains. We are located on the Western Carpathians. My tribe came originally from the Southern Carpathians, from Romania, all the way up to, to uh, Moravia, to the, uh, to the Western Carpathians, at the very end. So there is one Valachia where I'm from. We are the freshest one. There's another Valachia that we came from in the 12th and the 15th century, that is Romania. Uh, but the funny story, there's another Valachia that is in Northern Italy, where these Valachians originally came from. So from Northern Italy, they came to Romania, and from Romania, they came to Valachia, uh, to Czech Republic, uh, Moravia. Half of my family is uh, Valachian, my mom's part. My father's part is from Italy, from northern part of Italy. So there's a story. That all sounds quite complicated, Jano. The bottom line is I'm from, from one of those small, uh, though very proud nations that are uh, defined by language, customs, and uh, mainly, I would say, by 
by art, whether it's music or food. Correct me if I'm wrong, is, is Czech Republic, is that Czechia at the moment? For those of us who can't remember. Uh, for those of us who are Athenians, uh, we can care less, to be honest. How come? We don't feel ourselves being uh, Czech, even Moravian. I see. And the bottom line is about the, the art and food is that the Czech Republic, especially Moravian part, is uh, well known and uh, is obsessed with using proverbs. Proverbs that are there for centuries, for dozens of years, sometimes very fresh. You can make your own proverb. We love proverbs. One of the oldest ones that we uh, like a lot is love comes through stomach. It comes the food, it comes the love. And there's a very deep connection. Has that worked for you, Jano, in your life? I can hardly imagine person that it doesn't work for, to be honest. When we asked you what's there for you, you did not only mention Valaki, you mentioned a couple of other places. Can you tell us about those places and what they are? And if there's any, you know, place that is the ultimate there for you? Horní Konec. It's my hometown, home village. Town. My town was settled, uh, turned uh, town in uh, 1372. Although right now we have only 668 people. <laughs> and uh, this town is also defined by different parts. I'm from the Hornikonets, the upper end. That's the dearest place on earth to me. Can you tell us more? What does it mean? It means everything. It means all the scratches, all the all the burns, all the you know like broken teeth, all the all the scars that I have. They come from there, and I uh, keep them dearly. If there's something very important to me and to my family, it's it's roots, and that's where my roots are from. That's where I wanna one day be buried. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Because it does sound that you're very attached to to particular places you're from whether it's the town or the area or the country what what's what's fueling that attachment what's so important there okay let's start from the broader side imagine mountains beautiful green with the sheep on almost every hill uh with the crazy uh ladies smiling and uh, and uh, and singing with the uh, with the old ladies taking shots of slibovitz as I was talking about food, Valachia is very much uh, well known for it, uh, its food. It's uh, for drinks, it's Libovitz, for food, it's Kobaski, and which is uh, sausages, lamb sausage, and uh, Fergal, uh, which is variety of the cake with varieties of different toppings. We go back to the to the love for the food. We love this food. This is also like part of our pride because these three items are the only items in the whole Czech Republic that you can still use as a currency and for sure as a bribe. If you and Valachians, we we don't like to bribe, but we promise you you're gonna do it for us. We have something for you. How much would a favor cost me if I ask you to help me dig a hole in my garden? How many fraggles would I have to give you for this? No, we don't pay to friends. The thing is, you wanna you visit your friends, you always bring something with you. We like to share. Yanko, can you tell us uh, where are you now? Where are you sitting? I'm sitting in our bedroom. Uh, bedroom, <laughs> sorry, in our uh, living room. I'm very sorry. I'm really tired. And uh, when I'm tired, I, I found this thing about me. The longer I'm living in states, uh, the, the, and and with at the same time, if I'm tired, I'm losing control of my English. Yeah, no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude, but it may be just your age, Yano. I'm not gonna argue with the with the Polish lady. No way. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, I've traveled around the whole Europe hitchhiking. I've been to weird and different kinds of situations, although nobody put a knife on me 
except Polish people, three times out of nowhere for no reason. And there was no way how I could talk myself out of it, which works anywhere else. My God, Jana, I'm really sorry to hear that. It's okay. <laughs> is that something you would like to tell us about? I mean, Poland is, uh, from my perspective, it's a, it's a land of, of many missed opportunities, of a great uh, people who somehow, it's a big nation, right? We are talking about 40 plus million, although they, they never made it. And if you touch this, this part, if you touch whatever related to Poland from a slightly humorous uh, side of view, the knives are coming out. That's my experience. How about the Valachians? Can you summarize them in one sentence neatly like that? Uh, about Valachians, we have many proverbs. Uh, one is, you know, the, uh, the national costumes that also define us, like folklore and traditions. They are, they are very expensive, right? Anywhere in the world, I can, I can imagine. Even that the festival Valachians is very expensive. We are talking about like $2,000 if you want to get the, the full costume, whether it's male or female. Although we have a saying, Valachian costume has everyone. It's a naked butt. It's A. Number two, or B, is, uh, and it's very true. What we say is, uh, we Valachians are stupid, but we know about it. How many costumes do you own? <laughs> Except my naked butt? Well, none. I have like a lot of shoes, but the original costumes I don't have, unfortunately. I'm planning to probably to make one because I'm not willing to pay $2,000 for traditional costume. No way, Theo. So tell us where you are right now, because we're confused whether you're in Wallachia or somewhere else, perhaps. In Saratoga Springs, upstate New York. Uh, three and a half hours from north of New York, three hours south of Montreal, in the heart of the state, 20 minutes from the capital, Albany. Are you fully there or where is your soul? Where is your heart? No, my heart is... Uh... Oh, la, la. Yannick, so maybe, maybe I will rephrase the question slightly. How come you're so far from your beloved Wallachia or from your beloved Czech Republic or Czechia? Because of love. Say more. There's no, no more, no, 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 no more else or whatever to say. It's, uh, I, and I, I can imagine any other reason why I would be somewhere else. From my village, there, there's, a, there's a custom that uh, when you are about five to six, you go, <clears throat> you go for your first trip to forest uh, with someone old. When you are about 12, you are allowed to go with your peers, with the people of your same age for a couple of days in, into the mountains. When you are about 13, 14, you should be able to go by yourself for a couple of days to the mountains. And when you hit 15, you should hitchhike to Spain. Don't ask me why. I didn't make this tradition, but you really have to hitchhike to Spain or else you suck. And so I, I, I travel a lot. We travel a lot. We, we bring a lot of foreigners back to, back to my town. People here, I mean, it's very hard to meet Czech people abroad, living abroad. For studies, yes, we are number one in using Erasmus on the university. As far as living, you really have to hit the, uh, hit the jackpot to stay because most of the people are returning. And uh, the only way I, I can imagine staying abroad is because of love. Your jackpot. You've hit it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to move the, the, <laughs> the funds from the jackpot also back to check. I like it there, and I hope one day I'm, I'm, I'm going to live there again. And the day I hope is, is uh, I'm closer and closer. Can you tell us why you came to the US in the first place? It's much farther than Spain, so I don't think that was necessary for you to prove anything. Uh, Valachians really like to travel. 
when I was around 13, you know, I decided that uh, I want to marry definitely and I don't want to marry anyone from from near. I want to marry because I want to have healthy kids, someone with as far DNA as possible. I was working as a, as a light designer uh, in a professional theater for kids and as a sound designer in a professional theater for deaf people, believe it or not. It was very tiring. So after two years of having and like a week one week off, I decided I deserve a holiday and I'm going to travel to Russia because I was also playing uh, in a uh, rhythm and noise Russian band as a guitarist and with the invitation to visit St. Petersburg. So I said definitely yes, I'm going. I was single at that time for two years probably and I felt like it's time to maybe to find a woman and whenever I I was on the search, I always called it the, the war path. So I was always painting over my uh, my heart, uh, my most beloved symbol, which is a circle with a K inside. The K will stand for different stuff, but mainly for my band Klenoty. But then it was on my heart with the marker every day, it meant I'm on, a, I'm on the path. What's Klenoty, Janko? Can you explain to us? Klenoty is my band that I started when I was 15 it still kind of exists and if you if you be uh, be nice and everything goes well i can play you some song i just recently got a banjo <laughs> that would be great yannick but going back to that story about your war path how how did that go for you so on the way uh on the way to to russia i started to to, to paint my heart although when i met this friend sergey uh the lead of the band I realized as much as I thought I'm, I'm very uh, open and uh, very tolerant. Like, I, I thought that I'm the most tolerant person in the world. I found that I have a trouble completely opening myself to a Russian person. That I, was, I surprised myself that I have this, this in me. Uh, but he helped me broke through. However, I thought like, now I'm good with Russians but I will never end up like having a Russian lady. No way, thank you. Moving uh, back from St. Petersburg, which was a blast, I recommend uh, to visit this town. On the train, I met uh, in the smoking department at the end of, uh, uh, of the wagon, I met a Polish lady. And uh, something that we called, uh, and everybody probably knows it, uh, like a summer storm happened, she, she was robbed, having no 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 ticket and I like ticket only to to uh, uh to Vilnius and no more money I I offered her my ticket because I, I've been on this path many times and I knew how to hitchhike so I just told her take the ticket go home go to New York she was from New York living in New York sorry and uh, and I will go on myself just just hitchhiking she uh she refused and uh, said we are hitchhiking together. So from Tallinn we hitchhiked together and uh, I uh, invited her to, before she goes to the States, to, to my mountains. She uh, accepted this offer. She went to the mountains. Uh, we had blast and a lot of sleep of it. And uh, two days later she left for States and invited me to visit. We make out on, in Czeski Teshin on the border when she was going to the train. That was it. I got an invitation and I felt like I'm going to New York. So I give my two months notice uh, at work that I'm really tired and I have to go to New York. Although I knew she has a boyfriend and as soon as 
two weeks later, the, this, this uh, wave of hormones uh, disappeared or left my body, I knew that uh, this is not going to work ever. But at the same time, I felt like it's very important for me to go to New York because something important is going to happen. Was that the point, Yannick, when you hit the jackpot? No, not yet. Another uh, Russian friend, uh, Sasha, he lived in New York as well. So I asked him for some recommendations for sightseeing. He gave me those recommendations. So I asked him in, in, uh, in return, what, what can I do for him in return once I'm in New York? So he asked me to visit his ex-girlfriend and take a picture of her. How does she look like? So I promised I'm going to do that. I have all the contacts and everything on me. I went to New York. I stayed there for a month. I was too shy to call because uh, I also heard that she's very busy. Then I went for five, ma uh, five weeks to Minnesota. We are talking about January, February. It was really cold there. After that, I returned to New York for the last four days. And, just, and then I called this uh, mysterious busy uh, lady, Katya, that I would like to meet her because I promised her ex-boyfriend to take pictures of her. And on the very last night, we met. And I kind of knew that this is a special lady. And I left. And uh, two months later, she told me she's going to Barcelona for uh, Sonar Festival. So I told her, you told me you've never been to mountains. We chatted on a Skype a little bit. So she was on the way to Barcelona I, and I, I told her, okay, like, enjoy yourself. Once in Barcelona, why not to come to Czech? You're very close. You've never been to mountains. Let me show my mountains. So she came to my mountains and uh, three days later, I proposed without having a sex. We, we kissed two times, yes. And uh, I proposed, she agreed. She left the next day and gave me exactly one month to come or else the deal is over. So in one month, I, uh, I appeared in New York with my backpack. And a uh, week later, we got married uh, on the, in the city hall. Month later, we had the, uh, the official marriage, which uh, consists of 75 Russians and me with my best man, Michael Frenet. And, uh, and as soon as we came there, before saying yes, Katja uh, told me that she found out that morning that she's pregnant. Uh, number 13 already. Very soon we have our uh, 13th anniversary. <laughs> Congratulations, Yannick. You know, just as you're talking about things, I, you know, you strike me as a man who knows his mind, who knows what he wants, he makes decisions pretty quickly. And I wonder, was there another outcome possible for you? Or was that just a story that you have created for yourself? No, not really. I grew up on a, on a, in, on a mountain farm where uh, as soon as you're able to walk, it means that you are able to work. So you work and as, as when you work, you, you, you have to be able to take responsibility. Even if you, you don't want, you take responsibility. And, uh, you know, so I remember when I, since I was uh, nine, I had to drive tractor every day far away from my house to, to the mountains to cut the grass with the electric saw. Plus, uh, <clears throat> I'm a Scorpio and apparently we are good in uh, decision making and logical thinking ahead and seeing the bigger picture. When I was uh, probably 14, 15, I decided that I'm absolutely, uh, absolutely not going to plan anything in my life because planning means uh, only, uh, uh, what's the word? That you that you like unhappy with the results? Disappointed? Very disappointed. It only means disappointment at the end. So I'm gonna go for whatever is in front of me, and I'm gonna go for it with my full heart. 
and uh, I'm not going to disappoint it. It's, it's me giving myself to the universe and to everyone else. It's also like planning your, your own future when there is a relationship with someone else. It's very selfish. Yeah, no, and tell me, so it sounds like you, you, you are not for planning, but at the same time you were searching for love and you seem to have found it. I'm just wondering, because I'm really impressed by that, and I'm thinking about all my friends who are searching for love as we speak. What, what advice would you give them? How, how, do you, how did you do it? I was very, uh, very shy when it came to, to girls. I never had a classic date. When I liked some girl uh, in order to meet her, and like I, I had to uh, organize a festival. It was usually a bunch of theaters and a few bands. It happened many times, <laughs> uh, although it never worked. So this I wouldn't recommend. Be open, it's gonna happen. You can still find out someone without without planning. I was going on my on my workout that I was I knew I'm gonna meet someone. I didn't know when and where, but I knew that I'm ready. Turn it into fun, turn it into game. And at the same time, maybe very logical. You are are you looking for, for fun? You're probably gonna find uh, someone in a bar. Are you looking for someone serious? Who are you looking for? Would you like to meet him or her in a, in a bar or rather in a, in a supermarket in the organic section? Or would you rather meet them in a library or on a boat or somewhere in the mountains? First of all, I think it's very important to, to learn something about the opposite side. And now I'm talking about gender. I have uh, five sisters, so I knew my part about, about girls. And we are, I, I grew up in, during the communistic times, up in the mountains, meaning the, uh, did I get some, uh, what I wanted? No, I got a like, piece of clothing maybe once a year. Everything else was up to my older sisters. So I really learned about, about women a lot, uh, even from an angle that I wasn't really enjoying in the beginning, plus my mom's, my haircuts from my mom, had an effect with the with the dress that uh, everyone absolutely everyone didn't know who I am was approaching me as a as a girl and saying and giving me compliments what a what a nice and beautiful girl I am that I hated in the beginning and then I just got used to it so learn about the the other the other gender first it's like you're entering a, a war zone if you go back to the war path right so you have to learn something about your enemy. So Jana, let, let me summarize this message before we move on perhaps to another question and correct me if I'm wrong, okay? So the message I'm getting is if you want to find love, be open and go for it. And that seems to be the main message. But there's also something about don't try to impress, don't put theater shows because it doesn't work. And also something about learning about the other, learning what, whatever that other might, might bring and might might offer you. Just learn, learn about it. Absolutely. That'd be... Don't be desperate. But would you also say that another component that I'm getting out of it is be ready for war? Be ready for war not only with the partner, but also with yourself when you meet a girl from Russia and you said to yourself, that's definitely not somebody that I'm going to marry. And you go to war with yourself, kind of marry this girl from Russia. What was going through your head when you found out that, okay, I'm going to get a Russian girl. That's my freaking jackpot, a girl from Russia. Love is a is a mystery there's uh, my favorite uh, piece from bible from john i believe is like 23rd chapter from the new testament it is about love that said uh, uh, jesus said there are there are the, the, the three mysteries in the world that he can understand but they they still uh, they still touch him one is uh, the path of a, of a ship in the ocean 
Another mystery is uh, the path of a snake on a on a on a rock. Those two are like crazy mysteries, but I still can't get them. The 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 main one that I can get, they never get it. Always strikes me is the path of a man next to a woman. <clears throat> so about Katya, I have to redefine myself about uh, my relationship with, with the Russians. I found uh, I found magic. I always found magic. Uh, and uh, the thing I found is that I was I, I had a harsh relationship with Russians for obvious reasons. Who doesn't know it? We were occupied by Russians for almost by Russian army for almost 30 years. And but I was born on the 7th of November, which is the day of the great socialistic revolution. And there were two days out of uh, normal holidays in, in Czech Republic that you that we had to celebrate. It was the 1st of May, that was the Labor Day. You don't have to go to work, but you have to go to parade or charade with some transparent, uh, you know, about the communistic party, how great it is and blah, blah. Everyone loved it because you didn't have to go to work. You could like take your drinks with you and just hang out with your friends on the street. On the other hand, on the 7th of November, you had to go to work. And in the evening, you were forced, unless you want to like get the consequences, you had to join another march, march in the night with the lampions and go march and listen to some communistic bullshit, watch some stupid uh, fireworks and, uh, and movie for free. Everyone hated it except me and uh, my friend Katya, who was born on the same day. We are the only two persons in Prisno that were born on the same day in Yablunka as well, that we like the, the, the very, uh, villages. And for us, it was the best day ever. It was party, everyone was out with lampions. We didn't give a shit about Russians. We had fireworks and then we had the movie for free. However, it was the same movie absolutely every year. It was a Russian movie about uh, uh, Chelovyek Ameba, uh, about the uh, diver who turns out uh, into, let's say, uh, into some kind of a fish or something. Then I realized, okay, so I have at the same time, I was born on this day and I'm probably by some magic or God or who knows what, I have some deep connections with the Russian culture. Now you know. So it is also an interesting, uh, you know, Dick, you want to learn about yourself, like Dick into your birthday. Dig into your name, be be ready to be surprised by universe, and at the same time, just realize that there's actually no room kind of for, for surprise. I love how much symbolism there is in your life, Yannick. Everything has a meaning, like everything has a meaning. Everything means something, so, you know, like... What do you know about your wife's name? So Katya, what do, what do we know? What do I know about her? Her name. Well, yeah, what does it symbolize? Uh, uh, it means uh, uh, gracious and victorious. So slightly similar to Yannick? No, absolutely not. I can, uh, you know, like as, as Yannick, uh, as I said, it represents the, 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 the youth, the craziness, the, the crazy ideas that we actually make happen. But God is gracious. So if you are humble, at the end, everything is going to be, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Going back to Katya's heritage also, we've been referring to her as Russian, but um, is that all she is? I was just thinking about it yesterday. She was born in uh, Minsk, which is the capital of Belarus. At that time, under heavy influence and, uh, and uh, uh, the iron, uh, you know, fist or, uh, or cloak or whatever mist. Curtain. Russian influence. So they, that generation... You, they don't they don't really refer themselves as, as Russians, which is completely some completely crazy to me. 
like how could I not refer myself being born in uh, in Valachia as Valachian? I don't get it. Anyways, she's Belarusian with the uh, with the Russian uh, sorry sort of with the Jewish uh, like a bloodstream or whatever. I don't know how to say it correctly. So there is this 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 this, this Belarusian stuff and the Jewish stuff that at the same time like didn't work very well at at that time and before that. In uh, in that area in Belarusia, the in Russia probably uh, overall the so that's that's a heritage that that's uh, who she who she wasn't and at the same time that's that's why they left because her mom wanted the the best future for her uh, lovely Bella we have a great relationship because she's also the only Scorpio around <laughs> she uh, she baptized her. When she was uh, eight or nine, she made her to go to the church and baptize her just to be on the safe side. When there was the opportunity to leave, they left uh, Belarus to States. That's how she ended up in States. And that's where we met. You were meant for each other. I'm just wondering, Yano, what, what, what made your love so, so, so great? What made, what made it the jackpot? I don't know. It's magic. Like There are, there are questions that you don't want to know the answers. Does uh, does Yeti exist? Does Bigfoot exist? I don't know. It's up to the belief. The you know you you, you have you have more evidences, mathematical evidences that there is life out there, that there there are UFOs and like like different aliens, right? But live intuitively. You don't need to know all the answers. I don't want to know all the answers. How it's gonna change your uh, your listeners' life if I tell them something? One thing I really hate if there's a, like a good magazine, and all they have as far as interviews are some are some actors. Nothing is about uh, nothing about actors like bad about actors, but they are dumb comparing to to scientists, to philosophers, to like really to people who have to not pretend that they are some someone else or that they feel some some something else other than they feel to to prove themselves in everyday life. I miss uh, interviews with 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 cooks, with uh, with uh, I don't know, with with car mechanics, with uh, with hookers. They live the real life. They may have some kind of an answer, some some kind of pieces of puzzle. That's what we're after. It's becoming a Sasquatch and a hooker podcast very quickly. Definitely. It sounds like you're right now. Katya feels more at home in the states than you do. How does then um, affect your relationship, and how does you know how do you feel with that kind of um, dynamic where um, you know you probably feel not as much home here as she does? Not as much. I don't feel here uh, at home at all, and it's fine. You're fine with it. And we are again. Uh, we are we are talking about. We are working. About, we have as much as we don't plan. We have. Let's say like the next uh, two-year schedule, then then uh, all our life is tied to this very place. There's nothing we can do about it unless there's there appears a volcano or aliens coming from from Canada. For the next two years, we have to stay here and uh, finish what we started. Then we're gonna talk again. So and as a Valachians, we are not used to give up. I'm not gonna give up. I was more asking not about the next two years, but the past ten years. How was that? How was that? It, it was, uh, you know, it's uh, it's very, it's it definitely, it's, it's not, I mean, it's got nothing to do with relationship, right? That uh, relationship is one part of uh, of your day, 
because majority of your day you you spend with your with your co-workers at your job in order to, to find friends you need some or or a, or a lover or a love you need some common ground there was no time for me to play football i would love and i just started uh three weeks ago they are 18 years old most of them i'm i'm dying feel but i love it like living in new york when all your time uh, basically shrinks into, especially having family, that they just happen. And it, and it was there and there was no room for uh, like injuring ourselves. Sometimes weekends, sometimes <clears throat> just evenings. So it's pretty much, it's pretty much bar. And when you go to bar, uh, you know, you, you relate to your wife's community because you don't have time to meet anyone at work because you work independently. And her community is the Russian community, obviously. And it's really hard for, for again, Czech people living abroad, we are enjoying it because we know we're going to go back. There are some Czech restaurants, but it's not like you go to a neighborhood that is completely Czech. You end up living in a neighborhood that is like pretty much everything written in Azbuka. And as soon as you enter a store, you, they talk to you in Russian because they, they, they think you live there, you Russian. And, uh, and if you meet a Czech person and you hear a Czech language, you say, hi. And the person says, hi, bye. And you leave. Uh, for some reason, we like, we don't talk. It took me many years to find uh, a few Czech friends. And as soon as I, as I found them and I started some relationship, it was, it was lovely. I moved to Saratoga. I gave up again on everything. I was, I was ready, like, this is the end. No more Czech people because here in Saratoga, there's not going to, there's not going to be anyone. If it, if it took me eight years to find uh, just a couple of uh, Czech people in, in, in Brooklyn, I'm never going to find anyone here. And does it feel lonely or do you feel like you kind of were expected to be both American and Russian at the same time? And, you know, if that's something that made you long for home more? Again, but if for, for a hard-headed person, that's actually not such a bad thing to be, to be alone. If you are, I'm, I'm used to work independently, so I'm okay with being alone. I'm from the mountains and I prefer and most of my travels, I wanted to go abroad for my for my second trip to to Netherlands with a girl that I was really into. And when I invited her to go with me, she said no. So I said, you know what? I'm going anyways myself. I don't care. And I was really scared to go along hitchhiking uh, to, to Netherlands. And when I returned after a month and a half, I completely fell in love in traveling alone. And since then, I never asked anyone else to go with me. So, uh, and we have to, now we are going slightly, like moving forward to States and going slightly back uh, when we are talking about the nation, traditions, roots and stuff. It's very easy to, to get lost as a, as, a, as, a, as a Russian going to America because you have what? Just in Brooklyn, there's a half a million Russians there, or 200,000 Polish people. You very easily lose yourself. It's hard to find yourself, like your American side or, or whatever. I, I, I don't have this, 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 this luxury or this, this pillow that would like help me from the beginning that I, I would feel, I still felt welcome and everything, but like clashing every day with Americans and with, uh, with, with Russians, it made me realize even more who I am, who I want to be, and, and, and define myself even more. Just listening to what you're saying, you know, on one hand, I'm getting this story of a man who knows what he wants and who is happy with the life that he has. And on the other side, it seems to me that it must be quite hard to be so torn between many different lands, many different people, many different personalities and moving so much as well. Is it hard? You know what is hard? I always love it when I hear some people, oh, this is so hard. Or like, oh, I'm so tired. This is so hard. 
you probably never work on a potato field. If you would work on a potato field one season, you know that this is the, the worst, the hardest thing you can ever do on this planet. I spent on potato field absolutely every season from tiny kids until I was 18. That is hard. I have nothing else to say. That is hard. Everything else is easy. Don't complain. What I really don't like is, is complaining. It's very simple. Life give you, gives you some, some, some questions, some challenges or whatever, right? And some, some, some struggles, some obstacles. And there are only two ways. Either, either you, can, you can change it, so don't complain and change it. Or you can't change it, so don't complain because you can't change it. Very simple. And I still believe that, that, that my life that gives me those obstacles that I'm still uh, able to deal with, and I'm trying not to complain. But, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to, to be alone, to be like at the same time, like my son, who's 12 now, is, is speaking like very great dialect of mine because I, it was very obvious for, for me at that time when he was born that I would be, I would be ashamed uh, if my son wasn't speaking Czech. That was like the, the, my roof part of me. Now, later, I'm very happy that, that I, 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 I made this rule because at least I have one person that I can talk to in my, in my uh, native language. You created a little Valakian for yourself. Absolutely. We asked you about uh, a few pieces of culture and uh, you mentioned the traditional Valakian song and that you possibly could sing for us. That would be so lovely. We would love it. What, what, what song would you like? The one that moves your heart, Jano. The one that moves your heart. The jackpot song, obviously. It's, you know, traditional song. So what is it about? Love, yes, half. The rest is about dying. No potato farm. But uh, there's actually like no song that's about love, dying and potatoes at the same time. I actually saw Yannick a day after we recorded that episode and I asked him to play and sing the songs for us again so I could record it on my nice microphone to get you better quality. So what you're about to hear are recordings that we took the day after and hopefully you will enjoy them as much as we did. Moju drahu matku, ej, kto mi bude chovať, kto mi bude chovať, ej, koníček môj vraný, od armády daný, už ma neponesie. Ej, už som dorúbaný, už som dostrieľaný a na kusy hlavíčka a moje čierne očka. Ej, zaliala krvička a zaliala krvička. Ej, keď ma šikovali od pána Richtára, ej, keď ma šikovali od pána Richtára, ej, lievali mi drábi vinko do pohára, ej, lievali mi drábi vinko do pohára, ej, nelejte, nelejte, vypite si sami, ej, nelejte, nelejte, vypite si sami, 
Vy ste ma napojili s horkými slzami, vy ste ma napojili horkými slzami, e horkými slzami, horkými ako len, e horkými slzami, horkými ako len. Ej, však ešte aj na vás raz Boží súd príde, Ej, však ešte aj na vás raz Boží súd príde. Ej, vy ste ma napojili horkými slzami. Ej, vy ste ma napojili horkými slzami. Ej, milá ma napojí sladkými boskami. Ej, milá ma napojí sladkými boskami. Zná hukot vody, lopatka má výřený, jako já, jo, jako já. Kdo huconský slapy nezná, sírou pekla sířený, a cena huconský šífy najmou dá, jo, ho, ho. Kdo nepřel, překládal uhlíší, když na mělčinu věl, málo zná, málo zná. Kdo ne... Zapomněl. Ahoj, páru tam hoď, ať do pekla se dříve do hrabem. Kdo má roztrhaný boty, kdo má pořád jenom hlad, kdo je sám, jako já. Kdo má srdce správný místě, kdo je prostě prýma klub, ať se na huconský šífy najmou dá. Ahoj, pár tam hoď, ať do pekla se dříve do hrabem. Janek, are you ready for our rapid fire question? It's a set of very intimate questions. Uh, they are asked very quickly and you have to answer very quickly too. Yeah, I mean, I was born already, so. Okay, here we go. First one. Culture or nature? Both. What do you feel when you're around people from there when you're here? Just the, just the happiness for me that I can speak my language. That's it. That, that, that we share the humor, but just, just. Table for two or a big party? Both. The worst moment from here. I don't look so much into back, so it was uh no, I know, and I know. I I want to talk about like I broke my uh, uh, my crown when I when uh, when you go to bathroom and you start shitting blood. It wasn't funny. It was very worst moment so far. It's the American healthcare, isn't it? Let's face it. It's about the money. The worst moment is about the money. In Valachia, they pay with Pergali. Karolina, you have not been listening. Come on. Oh, that's true. Uh, how about Janko? How about the best, best moment? Best moment from here? Like, like meeting Katya. It happened here. You've done very well, though. You've done very well answering these questions. And thank you so much for doing that. I am, uh, I'm, I was, I was honored. I am honored, as I said. Uh, have a great time. Find your love. Ovečky, ovce. Čar, a já jsem vašou čar. 
vám postavím suchej hore košor, suchej hore košor. Thank you for joining us in this conversation. We'd love to hear how you connect with the stories of our guests and about your here and there experience. You can get in touch with us via email. It's hello at hereandtherepodcast.com. You can also share, comment, and follow us on your favorite social media platform. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Here and There Podcast. Find all of our episodes and links to our social media and streaming platforms on our website, hereandtherepodcast.com. Thanks, Yano, for putting us online. Clarence Boddicker for the Here and There tune. And Kieran for the beautiful graphic. Till next time, friends. Bye-bye.